You're listening to the Acting Classes in Perth Student Success Stories Podcast, where we interview past and present students who have gone from beginner to a fully-fledged actor in less than 12 months. Let's start the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome. It's Lauren here with the Acting Classes in Perth Student Success Stories podcast, the podcast where I talk to past and present students about their amazing growth and phenomenal success since starting with us here at Acting Classes in Perth. This is episode four, and today I'm talking with Callum Yardley. Now, we have actually broken this particular episode up into two parts because Callum has some amazing content and information that he is talking about. But what we wanted to do is put that over two episodes because it's quite long. It gives you a bit of time between each episode being released to digest that information. Of course, if you are listening to this in the future post the release of the episodes, then you may be able to jump straight into the next episode. But for now, let's get started with Callum. In this first section, we're going to be talking to Callum and hearing how he made the choices and decisions that ultimately led to him choosing to pursue acting and how he went about doing that, in addition to some pretty crazy and fun stories of him growing up in a theatre in a family where his dad owned a theatre in the heart of Perth and all the fun and craziness that went along with that. Here is the first part of my interview with Callum Yardley. Before we jump straight into today's interview, let's take just a second to thank this episode's sponsor, Fishpond Books, which has an absolutely amazing selection of books for all those actors out there who are keen to learn more about the craft and also refine their skills further. Now, Fishpond is where I go to buy all of my acting-related books, and I really suggest you check them out as well. Not only are they an Australian and New Zealand-based business, but they also offer free shipping all the way over here to Perth on every single order. Plus, they have some great low prices. Now, stick around, listen on later in this episode because I'm going to tell you the top three must-have acting books that I believe every beginner and aspiring actor must have in their bookshelf. But for now, let's jump straight into today's interview. Callum Yardley. Thank you so much, Callum, for joining us here and taking some time out of what I know is a very busy schedule to sit down with us and have a bit of a chat about your success since starting with us here at Acting Classes in Perth a couple of years ago. How long has it been since you actually did start an acting class for the very first time with us? I think the first class that I did was 2008. Yeah, right. So it's been quite a while. Wait, no, maybe maybe 2010. Okay. So around the kind of 2008, 2010 mark. Yeah. Um, and just so everyone out there who doesn't know you can kind of be brought up to the speed, did you have an extensive acting background before coming to us here at Acting Classes in Perth? No. So um, my father owned a theatre in Perth called the Bridge Theatre, which did a lot of amateur drama productions and stuff. And I watched them and I worked backstage and stuff like that. And I always wanted to get on this stage, but I never did. Um, and then he did a couple of... Why not? Why didn't you get on the stage? If I, I think ask? because I was... The age that I was when he had that was the start of high school. And so it was like 12 through to about 16. And everyone who was on the stage was like, after university or university students, so a bit older, it was intimidating, it was scary. 
the theater was big. It was 850 seats and it made you feel quite small. And I think because I dreamed so much of being an actor, the idea of trying to act and failing was scary. And I didn't, I think it took me a long time to build the courage to actually walk through the door, so to speak. Yeah. What was it like growing up in a family with access to a theatre or growing up in that environment? I, I can only but imagine that would be a phenomenal experience. It was, it was, yeah, it was super interesting. When a lot of my friends would go home from school and, you know, they would watch TV or something, I would go home from school and then go usher a show or um, work the cafe for a comedy show or a music show or do the lights and sound for a ballet recital. So it was interesting. And I think it has informed my life a fair bit being exposed to that kind of stuff at such a young age. And I loved it. And it was like a giant playground to me. Like it literally had birthday parties in this theater where we'd roll a rollerblade around five floors of theater. And yeah, I really loved it. I think it was a great way to grow up. Do you think that as an actor, you are more cemented in theater because of your upbringing? I've thought about this a lot. And at the moment, I have two schools of thought. One is, yes, it feels like home. It feels like what I'm used to. And every time I go to rehearsal and walk into a theater or a rehearsal room, it, like it does, it takes me back to when I was younger and, and being around that world. However, saying that, the other school of thought I have is being in a rehearsal and a play is a very intimate world. And for that period, whether it be five, six, seven weeks of rehearsal, you create a family and it's very intimate. Whereas in film and television, it, you can be on set for four hours and that can be you, like it's so transient. You don't have time to build those relationships. And, and also sometimes you don't have time to build character and create the world and you know so i think if you put film and television and commercials as the where a lot of the money comes from i think for me stage and theater is the nutrients for the soul it sort of feeds that that side of me a little bit better yeah great and so when you talk about the amazing experiences you know the rollerblading for the birthday parties and mm. you know ushering as a young a young boy in the theater were there any downsides? Would you say that there are any negatives? Yeah, I mean, because my because we built it, we renovated the theater and ripped out all the seating and stuff. It was hard work. Um, my dad worked long, long days, long weeks for long years. I mean, how old were you when they bought the theater? I think I was about eleven or twelve. So you would clearly remember it. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I I I remember it in the way that it was beforehand. I remember the really uncomfortable wooden seating, and I remember ripping it all out. I remember crawling around on the floor, putting in new seats that we got from, I think they were Her Majesty's Theatre, and extending the stage and putting in new lighting trusses. And but it was like I remember when you're 13 years old and all your friends are going out to play and stuff, and you're going to renovate a theatre. Like there was a lot of downsides to it, but in hindsight, like I wouldn't change it at all. Not being able to spend as much time with my friends, I sometimes I felt as a young person that I was thrust into an adult world by working the cafe and by ushering and stuff. A lot of late nights. I don't know. Like, it was also unusual. 
none of my friends had this world. So it was in some ways it was kind of isolating. That's why I was really grateful that I have my brother and my older brother and my older sister because we sort of had each other. But it was something that set me apart in a way from from the other kids that I grew up with. Okay, and so then at what point did you make the decision that you wanted to get into acting and pursue acting, you know, a little bit more professionally because initially you're saying that it was quite intimidating having all these older actors, these, you know, well-rounded professional actors on stage and so as a young child as a teenager you didn't feel comfortable. At what point did you want to go for it? Was there a defining moment? Was there a moment in your life where you went, "You know what? I'm going to do this." Or did it gradually happen? Um, yes, there was a defining moment, but it was so I remember very vividly um, doing landscaping with my brother. I was at Curtin University studying commerce, and I hated it. Really, really hated it. I did like it just didn't feel like it was for me. And me and my brother were sitting there on a lunch break, and we were talking about films. And halfway through this conversation, we're like, we know so much random stuff about films. Like, we we both love films so much. Like, we should get into filmmaking. That's what we should do. And from that conversation to enrolling in film school was like four hours or something. And I left university to the uh, disappointment of my parents. And, I, and it felt like a sort of a safe way in. You know, I'll start behind the camera. And I did that. And I loved that. I did a bit of directing and a bit of cinematography while there. And then, I, then, you know, you have to get in front of the camera because you're at film school. So everyone has to sort of do everything. I liked being in front of the camera, but I didn't like what I did. And I was like, well, I've always wanted to. And for some reason, I don't know how, but acting classes in Perth sort of came into my like world a little bit around that time. And I was like, well, you know, I've made these major life choices to, to change everything and, and pursue this. Why not do it properly? And why not give everything a shot and just put caution to the wind and and when you say acting classes in Perth came into your life, can you just define for the listeners what you mean by that? Because I, I myself am a, a little bit confused. Was it something that you- I don't know how I heard about it. And I don't know if someone told, like I, I cannot, I've thought about it a lot. I cannot remember how it came to be. I wasn't someone who used the internet a lot. So I don't think it was through that. I don't, like, I can't remember. I just remember thinking- Maybe, what, maybe an actor at the- maybe. I, I. I've thought that maybe someone who came through had mentioned it and then I'd looked it up. But um, yeah, so that's what happened. And I, th- I thought, you know what, like I, I have always wanted to do it, you know, dreamed of, of pursuing that lifestyle. So when you had the conversation with your brother about film and going in, then within four hours you'd enrolled in a, you know, a film course at film school. Was that a university? Was that SAE? That was Central. Central TAFE? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. So you did Central TAFE. And then when it got to the point about, okay, I might explore acting, and it happened to be with us at Acting Classes in Perth, was it another kind of immediate, you went out there, you did it? Is that a part of your nature? Or did you kind of churn on this one a bit, bit longer? Oh, I, had to, I had to build the courage a little bit. Why? Because that's interesting. Because I'm, I'm not someone who's naturally fearful of, of failing. However, this was something I had always wanted, and I knew that, and the idea of failing that was scary, or not failing it, but doing it and not liking it, and then this dream that has gone for so long, just it just not living up to, to what it was in my mind. 
but luckily that didn't happen. So, how so? I I wasn't entirely sure of all of the processes that that go into creating a character or anything like that. I didn't. I thought it was just mucking around and making funny voices and rolling around on the floor like a clown. So you hadn't learnt that at film school or at time? no, no, I hadn't really looked into any of that at all. And I knew that in new situations I was quite shy. Um, so I thought that if it, if that's what was required, like I was going to step into that world and I wasn't going to be able to live up to it. Um, but then doing the course and watching like who succeeded and and why they succeeded and what they did that made them succeed. And then watching other people and seeing how they failed. Not failed as in they should never be actors, but just in one moment. They, they didn't live up to that moment. And you could see that they knew that. And then being someone who thinks a lot anyway, just breaking that down, analyzing why is it that that didn't work? Why did that work? Why did I like that? Why did I not like that? And it, and it just invigorated me. And it made me more excited about acting. And yeah, it, I don't know what else to say. Like it was... It was a great experience, and it was one that I am going to be forever grateful for. I want to go back a moment. You had just kind of mentioned that you you didn't believe you were afraid of failure. You're not someone who seems to be driven by the thought or by the fear that you may not succeed. Mm. Can I throw in a counter-challenge to that? Sure. As I do? Mm. Because when you started talking about growing up in the theatre, you mentioned that you were afraid to get up on the stage with all these other professionals and that it was intimidating and that you might not do that well at it and that you may fail. And then you went on to talk about, okay, I'm going to give film school a go. You went to TAFE and started. But rather than getting straight into acting, you said, quote, I'm just going to start behind the camera Mm. and then – edge my way in front yeah talk to me about that um i think i also i like i i was not surrounded by people in in filmmaking or and i hope it's okay we can explore these thoughts no it's fine yeah because i know that got deep there yeah. <laughs> you know pretty quickly yeah but i found that quite interesting as you had spoken twice about fear and then you went on to say but fear doesn't hold me back i feel fear you know like everyone does quite vividly but I have never really in a lot of my life let it stop me from doing things in, in almost everything. In sport, I wasn't afraid to step up into the next level, the next grade, because I wasn't good enough. Like, I wasn't afraid of that. But for some reason, with acting, I was. Do you think, and this is where my question's leading, and I'm sorry for mm. leading you this direction, do you think that it was because it was so closely aligned with your family being owning a theater no i don't think so i think it was because from such an early age i think the idea of acting even though i didn't quite understand what acting was but being an actor was what i wanted to do and it's hard to feel fear for something that you're not overly invested in so for a lot of my life i didn't let fear hold me back because I wasn't super invested in this. Like, the stakes weren't that high. But with acting, it was. Like, because if it didn't live up to what I wanted it to be, or if I didn't live up to how good I wanted to be at it, that's, that's what I was afraid of. And that was the first major time that I allowed fear to sort of 
slow me down. And it, like I think from when I wanted to first do acting to when I actually did acting was probably like nine, ten years. Like that's how long of a, a set of shackles that it put on me. Mm. And then what was it like breaking those shackles? So you came along to a class of acting classes in Perth. Talk to me about being released from the shackles. Was it immediate? Was it, you know, did it take longer? What was the process? It was. It was pretty immediate. It was, I remember taking the first class that I did was a Friday night, Saturday and a Sunday. Which is the original or the older version of what is now just our two-day level one. But we we used to have a Friday night in there. Mm. Yeah. And the scene that we did, I can't remember what it was, but I remember doing it. And I don't even think I had any lines, or I had one line, but it was about these, I think it was about these kids had killed someone, or Wouldn't someone that be died in a river. Mean Creek. Yeah. 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 Um, and everyone who's listening to this, who, is, who, who has done the class, and, and maybe they are, you know, have, have done that script, because we have different scripts, so some, they wouldn't, some will know this, and they're probably yell, like yelling in their car <laughs> while driving at the moment, it's Mean Creek, Mean Creek. Yeah. Well, I remember, I remember doing that and I remember coming in and doing the scene. I was playing this character who I think was played by Macaulay Culkin's brother and just sitting there and like not crying with tears, but like crying, crying on the inside, just nothing. And then thinking afterwards, like, wow, like it's so easy to feel something. Like, and I know the character you're referring to and that character does not have a lot of lines, but I think it's also a great place to throw in there that there are no thing. You know, there is no such thing as, as a small character, you know, only small actors. Well, I, it, from everything I've done, those characters that don't speak much, they're, they're hard because you have to show everything and you can't overshow it, you can't undershow it, and you can't hide behind dialogue, you know, so they're hard. And if, if there's like four or five people there and someone's watching and there's one person who's there not saying anything, like you have a tendency to look at them and go like, what are they doing? Are they just like stoned face? Are they feeling this? Is like what's happening in their mind? Can you see it through their eyes? So you, you had that first night or you did yeah. the script. You went home or after the workshop. Talk to me about that and that feeling of being released from these shackles. It, it felt like, like I felt very intensely that my life had altered something had changed like like a new course had been taken what a great way to describe that experience because i see uh you know almost every student feel and recognize and acknowledge that at some point through the, the the training and you know taking a leap of faith but i've never heard it explained in in such a beautiful way man well thank you yeah it was it was it was intense, and in in some ways, it was kind of scary, um, because at that point in my life, I wasn't leading. You know, I remember talking to my girlfriend at the time and saying, "I'm going to be an actor," and her response was, "What? Like, do you want to be on Neighbors?" Or, <laughs> and um, I was like, "Wow, like a lot of people aren't going to understand, but that's okay." So I started taking, you know, more of the classes and and coming every week and. And slowly building relationships with the people who were in it and who'd been in it for a little bit. Are there any shout outs to anyone you remember from the early days when you started? Oh, um, David. Partridge? Yeah. If, if you listen to this, you have absolutely no idea how 
soothing and calming your voice was to me in those early days. And I think to many others as well, you know, definitely people like Matthew Poole and there's so many others who I think David helped and supported, Yeah, even though he was starting as a beginner. Yeah, I know that. Like in hindsight, I know that now. But then, like he was his voice of wisdom for some reason. And um, I remember standing outside one of the classes, like shaking almost. And he's like, don't worry, man, you got this. I was like, cool. Like, yeah, it was a great help. So, yeah. Anyone else that jumps out and a bit of a shout out that you remember or may have helped you on that early journey? Uh, yeah, I mean, Angelo was someone who sort of kept me, I don't know, motivated. He started in the same class that I started in. I don't think he kept going, but... Um, Isn't that interesting that, you know, that you still remember him, you may not have seen him. Mm. But you remember him. Yeah. There was a few people. I mean, Lizzie. Lizzie Williams. Yeah. Oh, the gorgeous Lizzie Williams. Yeah, no, it was... um. And I guess also in these moments now, you look back, and I'm now looking back, you know, I've done this for 12 years, and mm. it's amazing. I, I absolutely love it. But I also have this this moment now looking back, thinking, oh, my gosh, all these people. And, yeah. You know, I, I just... So many of them have gone on to do so many great things in acting, but also in life. Do you have those moments where you look back and go, geez, look how far I've come? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, when I just came, the first class that I did back from London, that felt like that. Because I was watching people who were at their, the point in their life that I was at when I took the first class and seeing how they answered questions. I remember answering questions that way. And now knowing, you know, as much as I do now, like just, yeah, it it felt like a massive step had been taken. Definitely. And I think what's really quite beautiful about that is that you have to have these moments where mm. you sit and you look back. Because I think in our in our life, we're just constantly moving forward, next thing, next thing, next thing. And then you get through and you go, you know, I've never achieved anything. But when you actually take a moment to stop and look back, you've actually achieved quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. My sister was very big on that, you know. In London, she was every time I felt down or I felt like it was it was hard or I couldn't make it or anything like that. She's like, like, look where you are, and 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 think what you had to do to get here, and remember, like, you know, if life was easy, it would be boring. So you truly value the things that you've worked for. Yeah, massive. And so you've spoken a bit about London. Uh, Let's jump straight into that. So you did the classes, you, you spent a bit of time training and learning, and then you made the decision. There was something that happened, you know, not long after that, where you said, I'm going to make the, I'm going to take this seriously. It was you, actually. Um, Why, thank you. <laughs> um, we did a, we did a workshop and I'd, I'd done a scene um, and the workshop had ended and you came up to me and said, have you thought about training? Like properly going to a three-year intensive drama school. And you said NIDA. Have you thought about going to NIDA? Yeah, because a few years earlier I had, had uh, you know, Gary Clements, Gary Clementson or Clements, Clementson, Gary Clementson come through and he had gone into NIDA. I think he was halfway through his NIDA course mm. at about that time. And I remember looking at you thinking, yeah, you've got the, the Australian look, you've got the vibe, the energy that NIDA likes. So Yeah, so that put it in my mind. And I went home and that percolated for a little bit. And I thought, like, I, I really would. Like, I think I would really enjoy being immersed in that world. 
And so was there a moment where you went, oh, my God, I'd never even thought of this? Or of going to drama school? Yeah. 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 Like, that was one of the things I still didn't quite understand what being an actor meant. And and I thought you just magically became an actor. Like, I I didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you said that, I was like, that makes total sense. Like, you, you go somewhere and train to do whatever you want to do in life. Why would acting be any different? Yeah, totally. And it's funny, isn't it, how, you know, because there are four uh, four points of knowing. So there are things you know you know. Yeah. There are things you know you don't know. There are things you don't know you know. And then there are other things that, well, hey, what you don't know, you don't know. So this was something that you had not even thought of yet. Yeah. You, you had no idea. You didn't know. You didn't know that you didn't even know you had to go yeah. there. And then that completely changed in, in one conversation. Yeah, it really did. And then- Going home thinking about that, I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do this and commit to this, the way I want to do this is um, I want to immerse myself so intensely in the world that why not go somewhere where this is their world? This is massive. It's everywhere. It's celebrated, not only in the arts, but across their entire city. So, and specifically, we're talking about going to London to pursue yeah. your acting career and further your acting training yeah. after starting with acting classes in Perth. Yeah. So, this was me coming to the realization that London puts so much time, love, and energy into their theater. Why not go there and train with the best and, and train in what I imagined would have been hard? Was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So hard. But so rewarding? Hard? Yeah. Like, because, yeah, I, I got over there and I took a couple of workshops with different schools and a couple of workshops with, like, different guilds, and I could not have felt more out of my league and yet so, like, inspired to step up. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that funny? And I love that, where you have these moments, uh, you know, in your career, in your training, where you... It's so incredibly hard and there's so much pressure. But at the same time, you walk away and you go, man, that was the hardest thing ever. But I need more. Yeah. Because I love it. Yeah. Like there was, I remember one of the first things I did was like an audition boot camp that ran for five days at a place called the Actors Centre in London. And they they um sent you this thing saying, in preparation for this course, I want you to learn a Shakespeare monologue. My only experience of Shakespeare was Romeo and Juliet in like ninth grade when you don't care about Shakespeare. So I was like, oh, I don't, how am I supposed to do this? And I got there and boy, did I fail so bad. I, I could not remember lines, words. I, I didn't even know what words were being used, what they were saying. It was just so bad. And then I walked away like after hearing some of the people do their Shakespeare, like, and that's so cool. Like, that is so amazing. Like, I have to go home and I have to learn this now, even though the course is done. Yeah, it was some of the people over there were just so great that I felt so not great, but yet, like, I wanted to be great. So, I, yeah, it was massive inspiration. And so then at some point you made another choice to study this full time mm. in London. Mm. Tell us about that. 
Now, I know what you're thinking, guys. I'm so sorry for cutting that off there. But before we jump into the next session, what I thought I'd do is actually just kind of cut this podcast into two because Callum is about to jump into some pretty amazing information about his acting training, what he's learned, how he managed to implement that in not only his career as an actor, but also in his everyday life. It's some pretty amazing information. So that will be in the next episode of the Acting Classes in Perth Student Success Stories podcast. But now before we go, a little word from our sponsor. Now, don't forget to check out the top three must-have books I believe every aspiring and beginner actor needs to have in their bookshelf. You can do that by visiting actingclassesinperth.com forward slash books. That's B-O-O-K-S. And of course, you can buy all of those books plus many, many more from today's sponsor, which is Fish Pond Books. Now, they offer free shipping all the way over here to Perth on every single order. Plus, they have some great low prices. Check out those three must-have books for all aspiring actors at actingclassesinperth.com forward slash books. Thanks for listening and be sure to head over to actingclassesinperth.com slash success and learn how you can become a successful and fully fledged actor in Perth in less than 12 months. Be sure to tune in next time for another amazing episode of the Acting Classes in Perth Student Success Stories podcast.